Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is a public service announcement from your friends at the BTW podcast. Due to some technical difficulties during recording, there may be some background noise, missing questions, and other things not normally in the podcast. The BTW podcast will not be held responsible for loss of hearing, ringing in the ears, or anything else you can think of. By continuing to listen means you understand the risks and must really like these guys. Well, you've been warned. And until next time, good luck and get good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP podcast. My name is Chris, aka AstroZombie954. And my name is Jacob, aka Dino El Magico. And today is March 21st, Sunday morning, back in our regular recording time. More awake today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Actually, a little bit earlier than usual, too, but it's all good. I I actually like it that way. Yeah, just well, had my coffee. You're up. You're up at what six thirty seven. I was up at seven today. Oh, okay, slept in. So, <laughs> yeah, I slept in. Then wake up at my usual five thirty six in the morning. Uh, it felt good to have the extra hour of sleep. Yeah. Yep. So this week uh, we're gonna do things a little different. It's gonna be we'll still have some our segments, but they're gonna be much much shorter, and we're gonna focus a little more on the fact that we are gonna have close to four weeks of Great League play coming up after Ultra League is done. That is probably the most exciting I've ever been in like a while for GBL. I, w- I used to be excited for Master League 2, but they killed it for me, mm-hmm. at least for me. But there's other people that I look forward to. I know in the Discord, there's people that are still building for Master League, and that's completely fine. But mm-hmm. for me, I don't know about you. I think I can actually say that you don't grind as hard, I guess, other people too. Uh, no, I my grinding is turning on my gotchas and driving to work, exactly. and then 
If you don't like I'm purposely go to a park on a Saturday morning and grind. Not unless like the kids want to go out and do it. Gonna, or, do you ever be like, hey, you guys want to go? Sometimes. <laughs> or I'll just be like, hey, I got to go do something. Like, <laughs> But no, probably the only way. I'll throw a star piece on on my way home if I'm leaving during a spotlight hour and it's like double stardust or something. I'll throw a star piece on in an incense as I'm like driving home from work and just put the gotcha on and that's you know yeah like for me what i do at work is i just put my gotcha on and then i put an incense on yeah <laughs> that's how i run it like that well because if not then i literally almost get nothing yeah i got uh, lucky so next door to my office is an indoor soccer like oh really place yeah um and it has a really cool logo like on the door or on the like their sign is like this big and so okay. I was like, I wonder if I can get this approved as a Pokestop. And my Don't office, tell me you did. <laughs> yeah, my office literally like my back wall butts up to their facility because it's like a big okay. long strip of office warehouses and stuff. So I submitted it and it took a month, but I got it. <clears throat> so my I can literally just sit at my desk and drop a lure and an incense and throw my gotcha on and just let it catch. So it was approved or it's still waiting? Yeah, I got it approved. No. (laughs) Yeah. Dude. Okay. So that's funny. It's a local business. It's a local business. It's funny you mentioned that. Cause like I I have seen whenever like I would drive around, I see like ponds that are Pokestops or Mm -hmm. something random. And then I'm like thinking like in my apartment, I have a sort of a small pond mm-hmm. that's it's big, and I really wanted to make it a Pokestop. So I'm going to plug a an episode of... So last Monday's Pokemon Go Radio episode, they had one of their listeners on there, and all they, they talked pretty much mostly about Wayfair. Okay. And creating Pokestops and, and stuff like that. And there was a lot that I learned. <laughs> okay. Like how to create these things. So okay. for the most part, like if it's a permanent establishment or like a permanent fixture and it's not like in somebody's backyard and the Google Earth kind of gets like it, a good view of it. Okay. And you take decent enough pictures. You'll get that approved. How long did it take, take for yours to get approved? It mine took a month to get approved. Ah, oh, um, but it's <laughs> out in. But my job's out in Pompano in the warehouse district. I don't know how it works, but like I know here, like in the area that I live in, one of the communities they have a playground inside the community. Okay. And that's a Pokestop. Interesting. Which I was like, that doesn't really work. Because unless you're inside there, you can't really get to it. Like, I can get to it now that they expanded the the spin radius. But I was like, huh. So, Before you couldn't. Yeah. So try it. Like I said. I, I, I want to do it because if I do it, then it's literally going to be like. I could spin a Pokestop yeah. every day. Because I know there's a bunch of trainer tips. Nick, he has a Pokestop like, next to his apartment. I don't know if he it was there already, but yeah. that, that's just cool to me. You're just like, yeah, let me just stream. Let Because I, I never have any gifts. 
because I I don't like ever really go grind. So getting gifts for me is hard. And so I apologize. Like right now, like I'm like crap. I'm, I'm stressing because you know how we have some supporters. <laughs> so I have to make sure I give them gifts. Yeah. So like I have five gifts a day, so I have to make sure I use it wisely. So that's why I'm like, oh man, I really need to get gifts. Man. And I'm sitting on twenty on a continuous basis, and I just forget to send them all. Yo, the time. And, and this guy, you actually, you've been pretty decent. I think recently you haven't been sending me some. I think, or it, I don't know if it was me, but I haven't seen your name whenever I, I go send gifts. Yeah, so I, uh, pop, I I've been trying. I'm doing better. <laughs> At least I'm getting our patreons and some of the other people that I normally send gifts to. But yeah, no, if you, that was a, it was a good episode to learn how to do Pokestops and stuff like that. So if that's something that anybody listening is interested in, check out Pokemon Go Radio. And their episode last week was about Wayfair and stuff like that. So that was good. So yeah, besides Pokestops, how was your week? Anything uh, exciting? Not, I'm trying to think. It's hard to have something exciting unless, like, my exciting things come from, like, catching stuff or the GBL rewards. Yeah. Like, most of my stuff is just, like, either shiny from GBL or... Actually, the other, the other day was, like, the legendary, I think I told you, the last podcast, The Thunderous. Mm-hmm. And besides that, not, not nothing, like, too exciting. Um, yeah. Same. Just random oh. catches. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I've been trying to get this Tim pole. So I've been, I mean, whenever I see one pop up, if it's like close by, I'll trying um, to get a good one for, oh, what's his name? Seismito or something like that? No, the, or not Tim pole, Tynamo. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> There's so many. I got like a decent one. It was like a 90 for Great League, but. Everything that I've been getting has been like either 14, 14, 13, 14, or 136. <laughs> Would you, like are you two, trying to run it for uh, Great League or Ultra League? I like to try and have one for each. Let's, I try and have a Pokemon that has play, that could have play in both Great League and Ultra League. I like to have one okay. of each. Yeah, that makes sense. What was it that Pokemon that you have one for Ultra League, but not for Great League? Was it Typhlosion? Lapras. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. You don't see it as much, though, in, yeah. in Great League, I think. No, but it's still a good one to have there, so. I think I've used it a couple times for some Sylph Cups in the past. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it has most of its play, because I don't think you see it too much in, in Open. Maybe we'll see it again in the Retro. Maybe. Or I think the we're in remix a... one. I, I don't yeah. know which one it was that it was. <laughs> I don't want to get too much into it, but yeah. So I guess our weeks were pretty much the same. Let's get started. We're going to jump. What we're going to do with Sylph is we're not really going to discuss too much of the meta because we've gone over it over and over. And it hasn't really changed, right? Yeah. And nothing's really changed. So there is <laughs> one specific Pokemon that I want to talk about that has, I think, is being underused and underrated and could help some people out if they're having some issues. So let's 
get into our self arena. nauseum the meta as far as this goes and we're just in that point right now the month where there's two weeks like two weeks left everyone's either finishing up tournaments or getting ready for some of their like main cups so for us we're having we just had finished up our extended rounds um i didn't do Excuse me. I didn't do terrible, but I didn't do great. But I want to give a special shout out to Miami Doc for sweeping that tournament. He he came in and, and swept, yeah. which is funny because he was. It was only three rounds. We only had eight people sign up for this one, but he was one of the the people I played in the tournament that I swept. And we started talking um, <laughs> because of the Pokemon that we're gonna we're gonna talk about. And I invited him to the Discord, and then he came in and took care of the uh, the first. He came for vengeance, man. He yeah, came for he vengeance. Did. He did. So he <laughs> swept this with. So his team was Wishcash, Probopass, Primeape, Frostlass, Galvantula, and Mandibuzz. <laughs> Your, what did your team consist of? So my team consisted of Mandibuzz, Frostlass, Primate, Lanoon, Glade, and then the Pokemon we're going to talk about, Quagsire. Did you face him in that in our tournament? I, I know you faced... I didn't get to face him this time. I My second round was against uh, Fish on a Heater, and they were pretty close. They were close matches. He won that. Um, I, I thought it, it was eight players to get four-rounder, or am I wrong? I think you're right, but for some reason it only did... At, at least that's what I thought I read before, but for some reason it only gave us three, so... Okay, that, yeah. that's weird because I remember when I used to host some other tournaments and other discords that it used to be eight for four, but maybe it changed. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't played it, so I was just asking to see. <laughs> yeah. So it was a. It was. I like it. It was for our first. It was nice for our first go around. So this Saturday we have our main live tournament. Mm-hmm. So that's the one where first place is going to get a $25 gift card for either. Seems like this is a good time for me to sign up. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) You don't get it, though. (laughs) I know. But it'd be, you should sign up. No, but I guess to clarify, though, if I did play, or obviously Astro is going to play, right? Yep. I'm already (laughs) If Astro does win, he would give it to the second place uh, player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not going to... I want to keep it. So yeah, congratulations to Miami Doc for taking that. Mm-hmm. He is our first BTW Sylph tournament winner. So let's talk about just the one Pokemon that I wanted to bring up. Just because, yeah, because he's 
so we were both looking at it and I've been using him in everything, even a couple other extended round tournaments. And the only thing I really changed on my team was I swapped out Glade for Chestnut with Mm -hmm. SmackDown, like we talked about a couple episodes ago. Um, and I used that. Wait, who who was it you said? Chestnut. Oh yeah, yeah. You said yeah. You, okay. So I swapped I out Gallade for Chestnut, and I used him. I played a set last night, and I used him in all three just to get used to him. Yeah, and it wasn't bad. What he wasn't? Did you ever catch terrible. into like a flyer or a nice Pokemon? Or no? I think, yes. I ran into Mandibuzz on him. Okay. And I ended up losing it. They hit you Aerial Ace? Yeah, because they were running Snarl and Aerial Ace. And I didn't want to just burn <laughs> through shields. The Smackdown did enough damage that I was able to come in with Quagsire and clean it up with the Stone Edge. So yeah, so Quagsire. So we were talking about it and we were looking at it, and his win percentage, what you said, was what, like 70? Out of the whole... This is just in the the one shield, mm -hmm. out of the whole Vortex Cup. If you want to go with, like, the two shields, then his percentage goes to... (laughs) Maybe not the greatest, but it's at 20%. Mm -hmm. But it probably all depends on, like energy and stuff like that but i think maybe do you usually use it as a lead or as a closer so keep him tucked away for i use him as a safe swap okay i was gonna tell you because now that i put it to a zero shield scenario with the whole meta his win percentage goes to 91.9 percent yeah and Um, even when you check on the ranks for vortex cup his how it always tells you like lead percentage you know how high it is like a 70 percent mm-hmm. like a good lead or for closer or switch or charger whatever so for it has the highest number under the closer so it's probably best to have it in the back yeah yeah i don't lead with him a lot of people if they're running an alone nine tails or not alone nine tails uh, a canto nine tails they've been leading with it it's seems to be a pretty popular lead and, really? That's yeah, and even though I know it beats it, I like to keep it in the back just in case they switch out and then end up... I try and match it up to where it's going to have a good... As as long as it's not coming up against Primeape, it handles everything else pretty well. And if you can get Primeape on no shields, then... Oh, you're good. Gone you're golden. <laughs> you're golden. Because uh, yeah, Prime is not the tankiest either. So No. So Quagsire, so his fast moves are Mudshot and Water Gun. So on that, you're going to run Mudshot. His oh, charge boy. moves that are preferred is Stone Edge <laughs> and Earthquake. And then you do have Sludge Bomb and Acid Spray and then Return. But I've never used it with any of the Poison ones, so I I don't know. Um, no, I don't think... Yeah, I think the other one... Poison's not necessary for this cup, at least. Yeah. So, you probably... Like, when you hear his charge moves, you're like, wow, those are two 
like those are two nuke moves. Like yeah, those exactly. are two huge charge moves. They're probably take forever. Yeah. Um, and they actually don't because of the mud shot. So the mud shot charges up that I think it's what one, two, I think six mud shots, seven for earth, earthquake or to uh, stone, stone edge. So each mud uh mud shot does nine energy and it's fifty-five energy to stone edge. Okay. So that should be six. So yeah, so you're gonna get six. So Oh, those, no, never those, mind. <laughs> you no? have an extra. You have extra energy because it's fifty-five energy to what is it, Stone Edge, mm-hmm. and with six mud mud shots, you get fifty-four. So you have to have the extra mud shot. So probably the next one will be less, but you have to essentially get seven mud shots to Stone Edge, which is still it still goes really quick though. It goes really quick. So what I like doing with him is getting up one. Like charging up one stone edge and then building up like halfway to my second one. Especially if my opponent, let's say, is Amanda Buzz or something, that's going to be a little weaker to the, the stone edge. Throwing that stone edge to, to get the shield. Because with Quagsire, there's no baiting. You don't. No, there's no baiting. Yeah. Unless if you run the acid spray with. Yeah. I don't no. think no one's going to do it. There's no baiting. So everyone knows it's either going to be Stone Edge or Earthquake <laughs> that's going to come at you. So those are two moves that are going to damage anything for the most part, unless it resists those. So you're going to get at least one shield. And by the time you throw that shield, for the most part, that next stone edge is only a couple more mud shots away. So mm-hmm. like I was able to like against Amanda buzz with, I had no shields. I think this was in the one that I swept. Yeah. It was in the one that I swept against Miami doc when I beat him in that one, it was Amanda buzz on my Quagsire. And and I was able to tank, I think, two, two maybe three aerial aces. Oh, no, for sure. It's, it's, I think you yeah. resisted with the ground. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to get off. I was able to get his shield on my first stone edge and then throw two more stone edges. Okay. Nice. To win. Wow. Yeah. That that's so. I think he's a great pick. I, I think I used him before in another cup. I don't know which one it was, but he was really good. He was really good for sure. Mm-hmm. So what I did here was I went into and if you guys haven't used it in PV Poke, there's a team builder app where you can like section where you can put in your your Pokemon and their IVs and change the meta and stuff like that and see where your team stacks up. So what I did with Quagsire is I put mine in here, just him alone, and ran the rate my team against... So this is the meta scorecard. He beats Mandibuzz, Dugong, Mantine, 
Dragonair, Frostlass, Gavantula, Celio, Dragonite, Talonflame, Mew, Ninetales, Gyarados, and Blaziken. That's pretty much most of the teams that you're seeing. Like, Galvantula is all over the place. Talonflame is all over the place. Do you still see a lot of Frostlass? Not as much. I run it. I feel like I've been running like a mix of Primeape in the lead, then Quagsire as my safe switch, mm-hmm. and then Frostlass. So, oh, oh. And then depending on what gets thrown out at me, like it may switch, like Quagsire may end up in the back or whatever. So I noticed that Quagsire also beats the top five or like really high meta Pokemon for the Vortex Cup, which is Galvantula, which you mentioned, Frostlass, Mandibuzz, Zuelius, and Ninetales. And whenever you see those, they're usually like on the one versus one shield. But obviously you can do check yourself to see if it's you know, any different for the two or the zero. But for me, it seems like it would still beat it in all shields. And what you mentioned that in what I've seen, everyone is running Galvantula and Mandibuzz and Ninetales, as you mentioned. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, when it comes to close wins, close, yeah, close wins. So, these Pokemon are favored over Quagsire in a close win. Now, when they say this, it obviously depends on a lot of things. Like, it depends on IVs, the shields, stuff like that. Take it however you want to take it. So, Zuelius, Snowy Cast Form, Wishcash, Pelipper, Lapras, and then Rainy Cast Form. So, those are close wins. Those that can be switched, flipped based on how you play, matchup. How much energy. Yeah, energy, stuff like that. And then the only thing that they have like a definitive win that beats him is Primate. So that's crazy because like the the moves will take a little long to get to versus how primate how quick he is and if he gets the boost too. Yeah. That would be insane. So he's getting so in a one shield scenario, he's getting night slash off a shielded night slash with and then he would get the boost. They're assuming he gets the boost on this. And then after, so you would shield on that Night Slash, you'd throw your Stone Edge, he'd shield, and then he'd hit you with a close combat and take you out because it'd be a boosted close combat. Um, Yeah, that'd be scary. That's if he gets the boost on... What's it called? On the Night Slash. But if you're running this like a no-shield scenario on both... Let's see. Yeah. Quagsire has to. Quagsire Quagsire takes him out. Oh, no. They have him no-shields getting a close combat off before he gets off his Stone Edge or Earthquake. Yeah, because Stone Edge wouldn't do enough. Yeah, have to go for Earthquake and... Yeah, that close combat apparently would take him out, which I feel like I've gotten hit with a close combat and I've been okay. That, that is you crazy know. because I would 
I have mine running cross shot because it, it was a legacy before mm-hmm. before elite TMs, and if you have a, a cross shot, Quagsire beats it in the zero shields. Yeah, I'm when I run him, I don't fear anything, and for the most part. <laughs> I throw him out there with almost no shield sometimes. Really? Yeah. Because I just know how much he can tank. Unless I'm coming up against... Unless I get stuck against a grass, which I really haven't been seeing too much of. I was going to say, because like in the key losses, I don't see any grass whatsoever. No. I haven't really been seeing... I got hit with a leaf blade from a Gallade, and it only took like half of his life away. I got hit with a leaf blade from a Gallade, and I unshield. It was an unshielded leaf blade. It then half kill it. Half that's dude. He's tanky. Yo. Like yeah. I like the nuke moves. He's tankier than Wishcash and definitely Swampert. And another thing I noticed, I, do you know how to get to? The win, like percentage of like the whole cup uh, on PV poke, in the where you click the C, the Pokemon versus Vortex cup. Yeah, <laughs> he's playing with Play-Doh, so <laughs> he's too excited. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I see it. No, because I was gonna say most people don't know about it. Like, I actually didn't know that you can actually have one Pokemon. Like even for open Great League, for example, I didn't know that you can do it. Like whenever you go on PV Poke, you click in the main menu. It gives you the option of uh, battle, train, rankings, team, uh, team builder, and then <clears throat> if you go in the battles, and then if depending on where you are, you can see there's like a single, multi, and matrix tabs. And if you hit the multi, and then you you know search up your Pokemon. In this case, it would be Quagsire in the left side. And on the right side, you can click the little down drop down box and it shows you like all the cups, like the retro premier cups and silk vortex. And I, I didn't know this until, I don't know, probably like half a year ago that I could do it. And I was doing this and I was doing silk cups and stuff like that without using this. And it was such a waste that I, I never knew about it. And that's why I'm trying to like give people the option to do this because I know a lot of new players. Uh, don't know how to do it. If you want to see how like a spicy pick does against the whole cup, this is a great spot to go see and see how much the win percentage is versus everything in different shield scenarios. Yeah, no, that's it's a great tool. So yeah, uh, that's all I really wanted to go over with Vortex himself was just my boy there because I feel like he was getting he definitely was underrated. But so if you're looking for something for like, if you get a main coming up or trying to make a boost in your rankings to whatever that next rank is and you want to try something different, I would suggest if you have a Quagsire, trying him out because I don't think you're going to be disappointed with it. So we've just got one piece of news. So let's go over that real quick in the in-game section.
Yeah, I love that drop, man. It just, it just it's hard not to bump. Like even if yeah. like I'm sleepy, I'm still gonna be bumping my head. Yeah, I like it. It's <laughs> I like it a lot. So there's one thing that's coming up. Everything else is regional specific. That's they've posted. So starting Wednesday, March 24th. So the day this comes out at 10 a.m. is going to be the it's the weather event the weather week yeah weather week so that's going to run from the 24th to the 29th so what this is entitling is cast form is going to be appearing a lot more now it just says cast form will be appearing more frequently in the wild throughout the event it doesn't specify which one so i'm guessing that means whichever weather you're in at that point in time that's going to be the cast form that's going to be more prominent i kind of hope is based off the picture because on the picture it shows uh rainy cast form and also in the first bullet point it mentions something about shiny rainy form yeah they they said if you're lucky you may get a shiny a rainy form cast form so right yeah no i know you were telling me that you were telling me i think it was is it Jangles, Jangles. Yeah, Jangles. That uh, has a pretty famous line that has a rainy cast form in it. Yeah, Zionic featured it. I want to say a few months, ago, like a month ago or a few months ago. Whereas Lowen Nine Tails, and this is a weather ball team essentially. Mm-hmm. Lowen Nine Tails. Then you have Polytoad and Rainy Cast Form, and they all have weather ball. It's insane. It, it makes sense because like. You have double water in the back for any fire for nine, t- uh, Aloha Nine Tails, any Bastidons. So it's, it's scary. Even for my team that I used to run, it was a scary team to go against. Yeah. So the two Pokemon that they feature that are going to be appearing more based on rainy and windy conditions is Wingle and Ducklet. Out of those two, obviously, Wingle is the one you want to be going for. Pelipper is awesome in, in Great, Great League. League. The XL Pelipper for ultra is making its way it, up it, yeah as some people mentioned i haven't gone against it thank god because it seems like it's very annoying it's rank 44 in premier cup ultra and it beats what you think it would it, like what it, it would beat so it's not then wow like i did not think that was gonna be like an upset actually the only one that i'm a little surprised on that it beats is venusaur because hmm. it's neutral against grass but still it hits it hard because frenzy plant is a strong move so you know it, it be it's xl pelipper rank 44 in premier ultra beats swampert charizard venusaur glade and machamp which mo- most of them are obvious it obviously loses to empoleon dragonite and this one i'm really confused on I'm, i might have to do some research is it loses to talent flame xl and it's weird because maybe because of brave bird if it goes through or something like that it's got to be brave bird um because the the weather balls would knock him yeah, out yeah would huh? add up it quick but it has to be that it loses to regular machamp which is really odd Maybe it has to do with the rock slide going through. It loses to Snorlax. So again, these are all in one shield, one versus one shield. So it just depends. But still, it's still good, solid Pokemon. And in terms of assuming that it's just rainy cast form that it's going to be appearing, it, it's ranked 27 in uh, Great League. 
And maybe you'll have more play when the remix, Great League remix or retro comes through. So you want to get a good once if, again, if it is based on just that one only. It beats Stunfisk, Azu, Skarmory, Alolan Marowak, and Swampert. Do you see like the meta there? (laughs) Yeah. This is why people don't know. It's crazy. It's a fun Pokemon. Like it it takes a while for to get to a charge move, but it it, it's still it's still really fun Pokemon and it's tanky too. I would suggest people grinding for it if it is again based on just that one, which I hope it is. Yeah. No, that's it's a good one to get. Your five K eggs, you're gonna hatch Psyduck. Poliwag, Swablu, Drifloon, Mantike, Timpole, and Ducklet. Poliwags, Swablu, Drifloon, Mantike, Timpole. Those are, are good ones to try and cross your fingers and hope you get out of those. The raids, Slowpoke and Tynamo will be in one-star raids. A Slowpoke is a good one if you want to raid in that, that tier because the XL... So Slowbro kind of can play a role in almost all three leagues, depending on... Because it can get up to Master League yeah, yeah, level. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it myself, but... No, uh, I know... I've seen it. I've seen some in Ultra League at times, mm-hmm. but it's a good tanky Pokemon to have. Yeah, for sure. Three stars, you're going to have... Swellow and Pelipper. Which you can get... Oh, I actually... Now that you mention it, I, I actually don't use my remote passes, which most of the time, like, whenever we get a free one, like, it goes away by the time I even get a chance to get it. Yeah. So I might definitely be using it on the Pelipper one because I want the XL candies for that. Yeah. And then you would need, what, a, hun- a hundo for Ultra League, right? I can double check on it, but I, I, I don't know if I have anything close to that. I think I, I mainly concentrated on just getting Great League ones because I, I didn't even think about reaching it to Ultra League. So that's our three-star raids. Five-star is Therian Form Thunderous, which I've been hearing mixed reviews on. are saying it's great. Some people... I think we had a discussion in the Discord about it because we saw the move set that came out. But I think we realized that it was better, what, for PvE, for raids? Yeah, the the reason why they say that is because some people mentioned that it loses to Kyogre, I think, in two shields. Mm -hmm. So it was a little disappointing. I think it's still, for me, again, I don't know. I, I can't ever get... XL candies for anything in Master League, so I'm not even going to try. But I know that a lot of people, like I said before, they're still looking forward to it. They're still building it. But for me, I don't know. It's too much grinding for that. So there's going to be an exclusive event, field research and time research during this event with Pokemon like Raining Cast Form. So the way they're doing it is they're breaking it up in two two segments so from the 24th which is wednesday to the 27th which is a saturday is going to be the rainy condition so you're going to get vaporeon lotad stung fist and it says more stung fist obviously 
is a good one to be getting low toad, low tad, low tad for your Ludicolo. Yeah. And Vaporeon is good for Ultra. I, I haven't really seen I mean, it in I, Great. I think, yeah, no. I, I've seen it in Great League once, mm-hmm. sometimes in Master League. But it was really, it's like one of those spicy picks. And yeah. also, maybe if you catch one, I think it has a higher chance cause, to get XL Candy because it's an evolved Pokemon. Yeah. And XL Candies mean EV XL Candies, and that means uh, Umbreon. Umbreon for <laughs> Ultra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then, so that ends at 10 a.m. on the 27th, Saturday. And then as soon as that one ends, the next condition, which is windy, that runs from 10 a.m. on the 27th to the 29th at 8 p.m. And those Pokemon are Skarmory, Talo, and Pedo. So Skarmory, obviously something to be going after this is what i like the most about this event is catching pokemon with weather boosts will get you extra stardust so i don't know if that means extra stardust on top of the extra stardust you get for catching a weather boosted pokemon to begin with i'm sure it means on top of it which would be amazing yeah so we'll see how that goes. And that's pretty much it for in-game stuff. So let's go ahead and let's get into the bulk of what we wanted to talk about in our GBL section. Ultra, and yes. I've been doing pretty well. I can't complain about my week. How about you? I can't either. I I got. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. I got to veteran after dropping. I think 100 points the day before, and then I got 120 ish something back. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of shows you it, it doesn't matter how you know good or decent or you are it just depends like it's not because you're not good or it's not because it's a team it's just sometimes it's just how the day is and what you get matched up against that you don't do well so for the most part i've been doing uh well overall i think i've had maybe two negative sets in the whole week i didn't start out two this morning i got uh, a a little bit of lag Mm -hmm. and i got a little annoyed so i had to take a break So, nice. yeah, but overall, I'm still running my team of uh, Shadow Snorlax, Clefable, and Kingdra. Okay. What, what about you? So, I had, so far, a decent week. There was, like, one day where I only played, like, two sets, but everything else I've been, if I haven't done all five, I've done at least three or four, which is good for me. I hit rank 18, so I'm still... I think I still, with this week, if I, like, play all my sets, I still have a good shot of hitting Ace by the end of Ultra. Good. I'm running... So, I'm running two teams. Okay. So, 
the first team, and when I say I'm running two teams, I switch back and forth on the day. So I play around like the same time every day, like around 10.30 p.m. Okay. Uh, after I'm in bed and that's when everyone's asleep, so I have time to focus on it. So that time frame is I've noticed is weird when it comes to what I've been seeing. So I play each team. There's one I like a little more than the other, but I kind of go back and forth between the two, not in the set, but I've been going back and forth in the day. So like Monday, I ran one team Tuesday, I ran the other like back and forth like that. But the team. So the first team is Honchcrow. Then okay. Toxicroak and then Empoleon. So it's the team we talked about last week. Okay. Um, okay. So it's doing it's doing well for you. That one was doing well. And then it was getting like hard countered. Like I was like, I think I went one four, one four, like twice, and I was like, I can't afford to keep dropping like this. So I was yeah. like let me see if I can come up with another team that will I could switch back and forth with. Maybe it'll work. So I went with, I, I liked Empoleon, especially with, even though it gets hit hard by fighters, It I saw, I've been seeing a lot of Talonflame. Right. So it helps, even though the steel makes it, what, neutral? To, uh, Instead of fire. resist fire, it makes it neutral. Yeah, but um, it, then it helps you resist brave. But it probably would still do a lot because employment isn't like the strong, like the strongest mm-hmm. defense. But still, yeah. So <coughs> I put him in the lead, and then my OG team was Gengar, Machamp, Snorlax, and I got really used to Machamp. And I really liked it. So I was like, let me... He was built. I had it. So I was like, okay. So let me put my champ in there. And then the third one was Magneton. Is it Magneton? Magneton. Yeah. Oh, what are you talking about? Magnezone. Magnezone. So he's using double steel. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. So I've been running it like that and using a champ as a safe switch the safe switch let's say i go because i was seeing like okay so for instance last night so i was seeing a lot of swampert leads okay so swampert on empoleon yet the mud shot hurts it but not enough where i'm like really like stressing it and most swampers are running sludge uh wave anyways so yeah. you don't have to worry about earthquake correct I'm not too worried when it comes to that, so I just play that out. I'll probably shield. I shield like once, just okay. to try and get off like two hydro cannons. Okay. Um, because Swampert with the ground, the the drill peck doesn't do anything to it. Yeah, you don't want to do yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna throw drill. So, I normally come out of that where Swampert has. 
doesn't have as much health. I'll lose that matchup because I don't want to burn my shields. And then you would think, oh, you would bring in Magnazone after that, okay. but because Swampert's ground, it's neutral <laughs> to those to the spark. So I bring in Machamp and then let Machamp just farm him down. I'll use the shield to save my HP, but I literally don't throw a charge move. I just kill oh, him yeah, down. it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. That way with whatever's coming in, I have at least two either dynamic punch or two rock slides. You're running dynamic punch. Or yes. are you running crush chop? No, I'm running dynamic punch on him. Oh, interesting. Should I be running <laughs> crush up? Yes. <laughs> okay. It's just well. better it's better with the energy efficiency. Like it has less less energy to get to, a spammier. Obviously, Dynamic Punch as a Shadow would hit super hard, but mm-hmm. it takes, I think, what is it, six or seven? I think I'm pretty sure it's seven counters to Dynamic Punch versus Cross Chop like, being five. I've, For example, like I've had uh, my Shadow Machamp on my all account that I baited a Dragon Knight with Cross Chop instead of, because they were thinking I was going to do a Rock Slide. Mm-hmm. So it's a bait move in a way. But you just got to know how to use it. But if you're comfortable when you've been successful with Dynamic Punch, by all means, keep it. Yeah, yeah. I have a bunch of TMs, so I just put Cross Trap on them. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> it still hits hard because he's Shadow, so... Yeah, no, he, this is a regular... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and he's regular. Okay. What I've seen is a lot of people are still running Charizards. Especially, yes. they've been char- pairing Charizard up with Swampert. Yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned that. A uh, little side thing I'm using uh, from my alt account is uh, Shadow, uh, not Shadow, Charizard lead, Shadow Machamp in the back with uh, Venusaur. Mm-hmm. I originally had in Swamper instead of Machamp, but then I'm like, I, if someone r- runs uh, a Swamper as a lead versus my Charizard, do I really want to go and deal with my own Swamper versus their Swamper type yeah, of thing? It, it seemed annoying to me. So I'm like, let me try Shadow Machamp. I heard good things of it being in the back. So let me try it out. And it has been amazing. Like ever since, like my, my all account is like going through ranks and it still hasn't rank, hit uh, rank 20 yet, but it, I think it was rank 14, like two days ago. And it just been, it's been killing it like all the way up. I've been seeing a lot of. I guess they call it what ABC teams. So yeah, Swampert, Charizard, and then either Roselia or is it Roserade? Roserade. Yeah, I think it's Roserade or Venusaur. Seen some Sceptile. So it's been like Water, Fire, Grass, Water, Fire, Grass. Interesting. I haven't seen that yet. At least at my rank, I've been seeing a lot. I see, then I've seen a couple, I've seen a lot of Toga Kiss lately. So, one of the things that I did was it was Friday. Yeah, Friday, actually, I was on YouTube and I saw Zionic and I think even FP, I think FP6 posted something. Both of them had videos with Machamp. But theirs were shadow. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think theirs I was, were shadows. 
FV6 was like saying, is Shadow Macham the strongest in Premier Ultra? <laughs> yeah. And then cool. Zionic posted one, a video with, I think it was like Lapras, Magnazone, and I think Machamp or someone else. But the Magnazone, I was like, wow. I was like, I have one. Like, I just never, like, I'm using it. But I was using it to start as a lead because it was so it's so spammy, and right. he was using it in the back or in the swap in case he came up against a toga kiss or something like that. So I put it in the back, and it was it's been doing it. That team has been doing really well. Machamp, like I was saying, if I come up against a swampert lead. I can normally build up enough for two rock slides or dynamic punch at that point, dynamic punch so that if they brought in, let's say a Charizard, they brought in Charizard, boom, back to back rock slides. They've already used one shield to protect Swampert from at least one of the hydro cannons mm-hmm. that Empoleon threw. So now they come out with Charizard I throw the rock slides and either they take one or they shield and then I get them with the second one. Normally the way that plays out though is that rock slide, depending on how much health the Charizard has, cause the counters aren't going to really do anything. He still has a little bit of health. Or they'll switch out into whatever they have in the back mm-hmm. after they burn the shield with the rock throw, rock side. So when they switch that out, like it, let's say it's a Venusaur, like I just stay in and just run a champ until he's done. Then I'll bring in Magnazone and then. Nothing Venusaur or Roserade, even the Weather Ball from Roserade doesn't do too much to Magnezone, just because it's not strong. It's not like a super strong charge move. And I'm able to build up like two wild charges. And basically what I do is play very risky (laughs) (laughs) and I will throw the wild charge at, let's say, the Roserade or Venusaur. It'll knock it out, and then literally I'm just slamming my finger on my next wild charge because I know once Charizard comes out, if I don't win that CMP and he throws and he gets Blast Burn, I'm done. But if I get off my wild charge, like, it's a good game. And That's scary. (laughs) That's risky. Yeah, it is, but it's been... I would say maybe like 80% win if I come up against a team like that. Okay. That's um, good though. Yeah. It's and then with Togekiss or anything like that, like Magna Magnazone just cleans up. Yeah, I was gonna say like Shadow Machamp is just too OP. It it really has like with energy, it's anything is gonna shield against it. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like the there's literally no Pokemon that it doesn't do a lot of damage to because even fairies, rock slide, it does a lot of damage. Even flyers, rock slide, it does a lot of damage. Even against any 
poison Pokemon like Venusaur and Roserade or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. it Rock Slide still does a lot of damage. And it's just crazy how good and insane it is. And plus, if it is Shadow, like it just does a massive amount of damage. If I'm not saying it's a great team, you gotta it's got it. You gotta be comfortable with it and know yeah, how to work around it. But if someone's looking to try something you know something funny that you mentioned is that you told me that you started looking into youtube and how crazy it is that influenced you to try out pokemon because you saw it on on a video because someone you know featured it so a lot of people are either thinking the same or are doing the same so that's why i always tell people like the meta is based around youtube videos Mm -hmm. like it's just it's just it is that it's not based around like what pvp poke or pv poke has ranking as no or i don't know what else it, it would like influence it but i mentioned that it's always and i think it's always going to be verse like mostly around what streamers have or what youtube videos are posted that day yeah i always saw magnazone in the rankings but i just never was like eh. but then i saw the video of how and encourage use <laughs> and then i was like okay all right i'm gonna use this if, yeah it just makes you think this guy's having success with it you know let me try to have some success with it too yeah i was using it but i was using it in the wrong position <laughs> okay. when once you i switched him yeah i was using him as a lead so once i switched him out of the lead then i was like oh this makes more sense. And then learning how Zionic would throw the... When to throw a wild charge, when he would throw it and not... Even though he wasn't actually telling you when, like I was visually watching, okay, he's going for mirror shot versus wild charge because right. he can't swap out right now and he knows if he throws the mirror or the wild yeah. charge, he gets the debuff and could lose him, lose Magnezone. So it was good. So that was Ultra League. So what I want to talk about, what we alluded to in the beginning of the show was we have essentially four weeks of Great League coming up once Ultra League ends. So what I want to do is I asked Dino to come up with some Pokemon that... Over the next week, two weeks, that you guys, like newer players or anyone who doesn't, should be working on trying to get ready. So I call them like essential Great League Pokemon. So these. Yeah, like you must know. have. So he came up with one, two, three, what, six? Six yeah. here. So six. So these are Dino's six essential Pokemon. <laughs> Dun, dun, Keep dun, in mind, dun, they're not spicy at all. <laughs> no, they're not. But so he, what I did was I asked him to come up with them, but also be able to explain to you guys why he's saying they're essential. Because just because someone tells you Azu is good, mm-hmm. <clears throat> why is he good? You know? Exactly. Like, what the <laughs> like heck? if I'm going to put 250,000 Stardust <laughs> into a Pokemon, I want to know why I'm doing this. I'm going to um, give it over. I'm going to pass it over to Dino, and he's going to explain to you guys his essential picks. 
Yeah. So I guess, first of all, people are probably wondering why we have four weeks of Great League. I should have mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So essentially, normally when it's Master League, they've been doing some random cups. Or if it hasn't been a random cup, like before, it was just like Premier Master Cup and that's it. But now XL Candies came out. You have a lot more people like myself, Astro, and a lot of other players that do not have the candies or XL candies to play or be competitive in Master League. So they made it where another thing would play alongside of it. So in this season, they made it where it's going to be just regular Great League instead of a theme cup to be playing alongside of Master League. And then this is just going to be for a week. And then after that week, is going to be all three leagues that come around. And let's, let's be realistic. We're all going to be playing greatly. So that's another week when all three leagues come back. It's usually just one week. And then after that finishes it, after all three leagues come back, that means that the second half of the season is about to start. And then when that season starts, in this case, the second part of the season starts, then they start with great league all the time. Mm-hmm. But the, when the third week starts, of great league what's it called the other cup great league remix is going to start alongside it and then that's two weeks right there so that's the four weeks that astra mentioned about uh, great league which i'm sure a lot of us a lot of us are really excited about at least right. i am yeah no i'm excited um, for it too. okay yeah so let's get into the six uh, that i think are essential i feel like everyone at least i, I want to say 90 percent of the people that play even in the higher elo they're running one of, one of these or maybe more, more than just one of these in their teams so the first one i want to go over with and you can even probably even just go based off pv poke rankings which is extremely helpful like we always mention that we use it so the first one's azu and azu did get a debuff but it wasn't enough for it not to be re- irrelevant anymore and now that it has the XL candies, it's super tanky, super annoying. Obviously, I don't have one. I know Astro doesn't have one either. I don't, I don't no. plan. Like an older one, I think it was like a 14, 15, 15 or something like mm-hmm. that, or 14, 13, 15. But right. that's the one I'm using because I don't have the yeah, XL candy. I don't, I don't plan on building one anytime soon. But So Azu is super essential in meta and greatly it can beat your stun fisk which is everyone knows that it's everywhere <laughs> and it can beat your skarmory alone marowak swamper and deoxys and the beautiful thing about azu even though it's water it still has a ice beam to go against grass and for a fact that if it gets to it they're gonna be shielding and that's huge for a grass pokemon to be shielding from a water pokemon. yeah that is insane. Yeah. Like it, the only other one that comes to mind that would do that, it would be the Jelly Jellison now, because mm-hmm. it also has Ice Beam. But obviously, we're not going to be talking about him right now. But yeah, so it, it's super tanky. It is very, to me at least, it can be a very like kind of boring Pokemon. But it's you can't hide the fact that it's super tanky. Has some great moves, and it can win you a lot of matches if you build a good team around it yeah um so that's one for sure that you want to still you want to build if you are a new player keep in mind these are for like people that are new and they don't know what to build so that's definitely one that you want to have 
if you have these, you it's a great start to like your season, wherever you're at, wherever you're starting at. It's a great start to to start getting some wins, and then yeah. later on you, you you move on to spicier picks or more comfortable Pokemon. But this is a great start. You'll get it'll build your foundation of your lineups. So the next one and the one I just started to build with XL candies is Medicham, and the reason why it came to number one, I think, from season six to season seven, it, it just went to number one. And Mm -hmm. and the crazy thing with this one is it can beat flyers. Yes, a fighter, just like Machamp, it can beat fighters, flyers, because it has ice beam. For for example, Altaria. Ice punch. Ice yeah, ice yeah, ice punch, my bad. For Altaria, and it it just it's great. Even against Skarmory. So like even against Skarmory, if you keep hitting like the uh, power punches, like those things add up. And I've been many Skarmory's, and I think he can even tank one uh, Sky Attack if needed from a Skarmory, which is insane. Like yeah, it's because on, the XL it, it, because also you just make it also means that you have to have a XL version of Medicham just to clarify that because if you do mm-hmm. like a regular one, they'll probably die. But yeah, so it's super essential, and you don't have to shield from depending how much energy you have and when it was brought in but it's great against stunfisk because before i used to run my toxic versus stunfisk and i used to be scared of the earthquake because i would get one shot with medicham i don't have to worry about that i take an earthquake like a champ it beats it can beat azu depending on it obviously has to be excel medicham but if you have a power up punch and then you do psychic that thing does a lot. I think it, if if it has a power up of if it has a buff, and then it does psychic, I believe it does about half of Azu's health. And keep in mind, Azu is part what is it? Part fairy. So it's insane that a fighter is able to beat some flyers, is able to beat some fairies because of the psychic attack that it has. It's just an insanely great Pokemon to have. That one, I think, out of all the ones I'm going to mention, I want to say that Medicham is my first pick If to must have out of all of these. I'm going to rank them at the end, but that one's an amazing pick. I, I started realizing it after, when I started playing in the last week of a Great League, and it's just great. It's a great Pokemon to have. The next one that I had was... Not a lot of people have this. I know Asher doesn't have this and he knows the one I'm going to be talking about mm-hmm. is Deoxys D form, defense form. It's, he has a sad face right now, but it's okay. Uh, it's so he'll, he'll, I, all right, Niantic, I know you guys are not listening, but if you are, please bring it back soon. Please, <laughs> please. He needs, we need to have, or at least let us trade it. Like we, yeah. So Deoxys defense form. This one, man, I, I, I used to run it so often because I always used to think it was such a great safe switch and still is. It can even be a great lead. It's Medicham in a way because it has counter and it's psychic. Obviously, it's not a fighter, but it has great moves with the counter as a fast move which would be great against some steel types. It has Psycho Boost, Rock Slide, Thunderbolt for charge moves. So these are great. So think about Rock Slide for Flyers or even Thunderbolt for Azu. And then you have even Psycho Boost for Poison Pokemon. Think about maybe like a Haunter or a Toxicroak. 
fighter. I always like to build up two psycho boosts and then throw a switch. And then I'll have, a, depending on how I played out, but Deoxys is, it can beat Stunfisk, Azu, Skarmory, Toxic Croak, and Scrafty. I think with Scrafty, it just really depends if you catch a foul play or not with uh, shielding it. If you don't shield it, you might lose, but it just depends how you play it. So for these, I think it's, it's an amazing, like safe switch to have. I like to run counter, psycho boost and thunderbolt. Some people like to run, they mix it. It depends how you have your line set up, but you really can't go wrong with having any of the moves with it. It's like an Azu in a way, because Azu only has three charge moves as well. Mm-hmm. Hydro Pump, Play Rough, Ice Beam. So this one has the same thing. So this one is a great, safe Pokemon to have. A lot of people use it as closer, uh, as a closer or a lead, but it just really depends how you have your team set up. So this one is, again, like I said, it's great. It can possibly uh, be also a low-end Marowak because it has Rock Slide. So you, you definitely want to look into having that if you don't have one built and you have it in your in your roster, but you just never didn't want to sit down and be like, all right, I'm going to power this up because I'm not sure. But I, I think it's a great Pokemon to have. It's a safe Pokemon to have. And mm-hmm. I know that Astro will definitely run it whenever he gets it. Oh, uh, yes. As soon as I have one, <laughs> I will run it. So then let's move on to the most Pokemon, like the the most talked about Pokemon for me, at least is Sableye. He's like our mascot. (laughs) (laughs) He should be if he isn't already. So Sableye. So Sableye is, I think I literally just got it as my best buddy like last week. And I was super happy about it. And I was running it like, like, every day so this guy is super annoying because he only has one weakness and that is fairies even though it can it it doesn't have many weaknesses it's still not the tankiest but it still can take a hit from almost anything so this pokemon can actually beat even though if you look on pv poke it doesn't beat azu in the one shield one one uh versus one shield it can mm-hmm. beat Azu if they don't shield that return. I don't know if you ever had a Azu or a Sableye hit return on an Azu. That thing hits hard. Hmm. And I'm just like, I just giggle whenever I hit a return on an Azu. I'm just like, ha, ha, ha. So I actually had no idea about this one, but Sableye is able to beat Stunfisk, which I didn't, I actually had no idea I could, but it makes sense. It beats Deoxys because it's Psychics and the Shadow Closet adds up. It beats Swampert, it beats Marowak, Low and Marowak, that is, and Hypno. The typical Shadow uh, or the typical Ghost and Psychic Pokemon, I think it can beat Skarmory and Azu and Altaria depending on shields and energy. So again, this is a great Pokemon to have. Most people, if you use it as a safe a switch, like some people don't know what to do. Oh crap, like they panic and they probably switch to the wrong Pokemon. So mm-hmm. again, this one is a great essential Pokemon to have because it only has one weakness, has great movesets with Shadow Claw, it charging quick for the fast move. And then the charge moves you want to have, you don't, oh, well, I didn't mention this, but you want to have a purified Sableye. If if you don't have one, I, I would recommend to wait until you can get one. Don't build a regular one, at least not yet, because it doesn't have the greatest second charge move 
with Power Gem and the other one I believe is Shadow Sneak. And I don't really don't like those with how much the energy it gives and how much damage it does. Yeah. So you definitely want to run Foul Play in return uh, with uh, Purified Sableye XL version. So yeah, again, like the charge moves it has with Foul Play in return. Return is a great safe move to have. And you don't have to worry about having a normal attack versus Ghost because you already have Shadow Claw and Foul Play. So they'll, they'll do a lot of damage with that. So then let's move on to the last one. And I think this is the one that I've probably... probably talked about a lot of is Swampert when I mentioned that was like one of the Pokemon I used to lead with a lot with those Swampert, Skarmory, and depending on how you want to run it, you can either have a Bombastone or a Lowen Marowak. So Swampert, everyone knows, is super annoying because it gets to its fast moves uh, super quick because it has mm-hmm. Mudshot. And if you're thinking about running Swampert, you definitely want to have Hydro Cannon. Don't do anything else with it. If you have, <laughs> if you have like muddy water or if you have surf, please just don't use it. Yeah. It wouldn't look good and it doesn't do much. And it's crazy because Hydro Cannon has almost the same energy, if not the same energy as surf in muddy water, maybe a little bit more, but it does a lot more damage than mm-hmm. those two. So the standard moves that you want to have is Mud Shot for the fast move, Hydro Cannon and Depending again how you have your team set up, you can either have Earthquake or Sludge Wave. Personally, I like to have Sludge Wave just because yeah. Hydro Cannon still does neutral damage and good damage to Steel bo- uh, Pokemon. So if you somehow get stuck with a Flyer like Altaria, you want to hit it with Sludge Wave. If you get stuck with the Skarmory, you want to hit it with Hydro Cannon. Other like a Pelipper. If you get stuck with a Pelipper, you want to hit a Sludge Wave. So it's a crucial move to have if you're running uh especially against azu too exactly oh my god yeah that, you know, i don't want to tell you how many times people shield it i baited them with hydro cannon i'm just like yes so yes you definitely want to have those for that and obviously your swamper beats sunfisk marowak skarmory toxicrobe bastidon so your typical like uh pokemon you expect it to beat and it has it losing to <laughs> Azu, which it can play out differently depending if they shield or they don't shield. Mm-hmm. It's, it loses to Galvantula. I think that is true. It, it actually does lose it even in a two shield scenario from my experience, but you can farm down with the next Pokemon or actually if they don't shield once, you can actually beat Galvantula. So it just depends on shields. And then Deoxys, I believe it depends on shields as well. And the Deoxys, I believe it has to have Psycho Boost to beat Swampert because it resists Rock Slides and the Thunderbolt. So it has to have mm-hmm. Psycho Boost. Scrafty, it beats it to a CMP tie. I'm not really sure why they have Scrafty and Obstagoon beating it because it beats it to a CMP tie. But again, I think it just depends on the boost or if on the shields. So Swampert is a very great pick to have. I like it as a, it can be really annoying to come across flyers. Best, the second best option that I've thought about and i started seeing if you want to do like swampert and you want to run earthquake go ahead and then run two ice pokemon in the back for any grass or flyers that covers it for both okay and i just realized that was the shadow one that i was uh mentioning but it's still i I personally run the the regular one the shadow is still for me it's better in the sense that it does more damage 
but it, it really it just depends on how you prefer it because you want to do more damage or you want to have more bulk to it. When Essentially, I, it doesn't change much between the like the normal and then the the shadow, except for it doesn't lose to defense deoxys in your normal and it doesn't lose to obstagoon. Okay, so yes, it picks I, up yeah, those two it, yeah, it picks up those two wins. So that's yeah. pretty much the only difference there. It's still everything else it still beats. So I, I still think overall like either one you can't go wrong with. Like again, so it, it depends how you prefer to have it more bulk or more damage. You definitely want to build it around more bulk in the back if you want to go with the shadow. Some people I, I I want to I want to say like myself I decided to try Shadow Swamper, Shadow Bomba Snow and Shadow Skarmory. That that was like I don't know, I just felt like I wanted to try it. So, I tried it. It did a lot of damage, but it was extremely like risky to have because they were all somewhat fragile now. But again, like I I would suggest to build like a little bit of bulk around it if you can. So yeah, th- those are my six uh, essential picks that I think as a person that is just starting out is great to have. So essentially in terms of one through six of which ones I think you should go. Also take it in consideration if you're able to get it because Deoxys you're not <laughs> at the moment. So obviously I'm going to be putting Deoxys at the end. So Medicham being the first one for me and then Galarian Stunfisk being the second, Azu being the third. I want to say Sableye will be my fourth. And then Swampert's fifth and Deoxys will be my sixth. So it really also depends because the ones that I picked on the top will take a lot of Stardust. So I I know a lot of people that are just starting out out of nowhere. They are usually PvE players that are like getting interested into doing Mm -hmm. PvP. And so they have Dust and which is crazy. There's some really crazy battles that i've seen from pve players that like because they have dust they've been doing really well because they have xl pokemon they're just like i think some of them are like in the 2300s elo and i'm like is this your first season they're like yeah (laughs) i'm like what the heck so it, it, it shows that having stardust and candies as a grinder can get you it can get you far in in gbl so yeah. I, I definitely, I, I, those are my, the ones that I, I picked. Um, not really sure if Astro has anything to add to them. Nope. I wanted this to be your time to go through and, and do it. So uh, yeah, this that's probably the longest I've talked. <laughs> essential Great League Pokemon. So yeah. So let's go ahead and let's go through. We got some questions. That came in. Let's get over to our question and answer segment. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. got a few questions that came through our Discord, and they only came through our Discord because I forgot to post. 
on Twitter. <laughs> so I apologize to all of our Twitter only people that I forgot. So our first question comes from Miami Doc and it writes <laughs> Does Sylph only do Great League tournaments? So you would think Sylph only does Great League, but they don't. You can actually set up Ultra League, Master, I think you can do like a Master Premier. You can set up whatever you want with it. But it's not it's ranked. Just, it's just not going to be ranked. Yeah. yeah. So your ranked ones are going to be in the Great League range, anything outside. Sometimes they do <laughs> like during the off season or like in between cups. If there's something, they'll let you do like a ranked Ultra League. But it's pretty rare. If that's something that like our Discord wants to do, like an ultra league tournament or even a master league tournament or something like that. I don't have a problem putting it together if we get enough people to do it. Yeah. Unranked ones. I I have no problem doing those. Next question comes from wildcat dad and he writes, what team in GBL have you lost to this season that has just confused you? And he gives an example. He says, I hit a team that was using Litleo, Munchlax, and he can't remember the third one, but it wrecked him. And he doesn't know what happened, but it did. Um, that sounds that sounds like Arrow's team that he tried out yeah. before. Yeah. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Can't think I, of do, I can think of one that I'm just like, to this moment. I don't even know if I mentioned it, but I think I I might have mentioned it in, in our Discord. I went against... Uh, Butters, I don't know if you know him. I think his name's O Butters, he's a streamer. He's known to run spicy Pokemon. He ran, and this is in Premier Ultra. I think it was like the first few days of Premier Ultra. He ran Kanto Chu, Frostlass, and I don't remember the third, like just Wildcat, but I lost. And this was against my team of Shadow, Snorlax, Fable, and uh, Kingdra. I have no idea what happened, but uh, he just like, he just knew how to play it, and it was just like, what just happened? And it, it also comes to show you, if you know how to run spicy Pokemon, it just, they just beat, they can beat you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm sure there's been one, but I, I don't remember it off the top of my head. So next question comes from Team Magma Tyler, and he writes, how do you deal with burnout? I want to get a rank 20 really bad. But I get bored trying to do five sets a day. I don't know if I get bored more than I just am, I get busy. But I think like with burnout goes, especially since we're in longer seasons now, it just depends on what your goals are. If your goal is to hit legend then obviously you're going to have to put in the time and effort in the grind. Maybe use the week of Master League, and even though there's like a specialty cup, maybe use like that week to sit out and recharge yeah. and get your mind what? straight. Or yeah. since it is a longer season, if you play, if you like playing in every league and then the specialty cups. Maybe like just do every other day instead of every single day doing your five sets. Maybe do every other day or split it. Do like five in the morning or a couple sets in the morning, a couple sets at night. Maybe he just needs to find the, a fun team to run is maybe what's like 
missing, at least for him. Yeah. Or maybe he just needs to have a goal where it motivates him to do those sets. At least for me, I'm, I'm motivated to hit the next rank and I have to finish all my sets. I, I think it's fun. Like, even though like I may lose some points, I don't care. I know that I tried. So I, I think that's the best option. It's like one of the, either what Astro said or what I say, maybe you just got to find that team or you got to find a goal to, to hit, to motivate you. Okay. Next question comes from Uncle Beast. Do you think with the XL update to walking, trading, etc., do you think Master Premier will return next season? I think so. Like we said I last week, I think it was. I don't think it was very fair of them to get rid of it. You put it there for a reason. Leave it there, and then Reyes was like, "I hope so." So, <laughs> which is yeah, no, I, I, it's yeah. probably his bread and butter right there. So, I think, oh yeah, because he's the one that builds it for Mass League, I believe. Yeah, he's he's our raider. So, I was gonna say, in terms of what Uncle Beat Stud said, I think they'll bring it, and there might be a chance that they might even bring the classic Premier Master. I hope. Mm-hmm. So maybe that that's another way they might bring it. So. The Rock says this. Write this down. When you leave here, go down to Dunkin' Donuts. Get the biggest jelly donut you can find. Hold that jelly donut up. Squeeze all the jelly out. Squeeze all the jelly. Write it down. You like writing things down. Squeeze all the jelly out. And then write this down. You don't want to forget this. Turn that bitch sideways and stick it straight up your candy ass. Yeah, so that is it for our questions. Thank you, everybody, for posting those. And that's it for today's show. Again, if you have questions, you can message us. If you're on the Discord, post it. If we don't answer, everyone in the Discord has been really good and helping everybody, which is awesome. I love seeing that. Or you can message us on Twitter and that. Yes, so... I want to thank Mr. Batfleck coming in at our supporter tier, our producers, King Flip and Papa Rec, and our Discord admin, Wildcat Dad. You can follow us on Twitter at BTWPVP Podcast. Email us at BTWPVP at gmail.com. If you want to be a Patreon, you can post at patreon.com forward slash BTWPVP. Then we have our merch store up as well with shirts. That is teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash BTW PVP. Thank you all for listening to the BTW PVP podcast. I'm Astro Zombie 954. And I am Dino El Magico. And until next time, good luck and get good. up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.